Hey everyone, I'm Sarah James, a beauty blogger and self-help aficionado. And I'm Kristen Howerton, a writer and psychotherapist. And you are listening to Selfie, a weekly podcast about two women trying to tackle better self-care. We are both of the opinion that self-care is important, and yet we find it elusive. And while we may have all the info we need, we don't always get there. From the silly to the serious, we are taking a vulnerable yet humorous look at body, mind, and spirit and maybe a touch of the random, all while looking at the distractions and defenses that keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. Hey guys, well, I am chatting with Sarah today. We're going to catch up with each other. And then that's going to be followed by an interview with Gloria Lau from Alpha Medical. They have started a new company with an amazing premise, which is that birth control should be easier to access and available to everyone. So they've started a company called Alpha Medical, which offers birth control and other common female prescriptions online. They use telemedicine. It makes it really convenient. And I just love the fact that they are making birth control more accessible. So we're going to chat with her at the end of the show. But first, Sarah, how you doing? Hello. Hey, everyone. How's it going? (laughs) Well, Sarah, catch us up. How's your self-care going this week? Oh, my gosh. I um, finally did something that I have been wanting to do forever, for 10 years. I finally pulled the trigger. I decided to get laser hair removal on my legs. Oh, that feels fancy. Oh, yeah. You know, I did my underarms in my bikini, Yeah, I think about 10 years ago, and it was the best money I ever spent. And I tell that to people all the time. We've talked about it in the selfie Facebook community. People are like, is it worth it? Um, For me, since I have, you know, light colored skin and really dark hair, I'm kind of like an ideal candidate. You are. And I, yeah, I don't know why it took me so long because over the past 10 years, the lasers have improved so much and the price has decreased. I mean, you can go on Groupon and find these packages for really inexpensive. So I ended up finding a package. So to do your legs, they consider it like it's the extra large session. Uh And um, it's six sessions um, for an extra large area, which is basically a half of your legs. So it's from my knees down to my ankles. I don't have a lot of hair on my thighs for whatever reason. I never Um, shave up past – I go to the top of my knees. Exactly. Me too. Um, and it was on a Groupon for I think it was like four hundred and thirty dollars. And then it just so happened that day Groupon was doing some sort of discount on local treatments, which was twenty percent off. Wow. So I ended up getting it for, for I think three hundred and sixty, three hundred and seventy dollars. Which to me is, I mean, that's how much I will pay for razors and shaving cream and all the stuff I use. For the probably rest of for your like, life. yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, like I that stuff. I mean, I'd pay that much in like two years. I mean, razors are expensive, they you know. Are. Um, so I went in for my first treatment earlier this week. It was so easy. It doesn't even hurt. It took, I think, it took seven minutes to do both of my legs. What? Oh, I mean, it was – I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this – why – I mean, it feels like the mildest, the mildest of pinpricks. Never once was I even like, ooh. I mean, it just – Okay, but let me talking. ask you this yeah, because yeah. you did your bikini. Mm-hmm. Did that hurt? A little bit. I mean, Because I did my bikini and I thought I was going to die. Right. 
it, I mean, the bikini area obviously is a lot more sensitive than the legs, which yeah. are, you know, exposed to air all the time and, you know, get tan yeah. and everything. I mean, this did not even hurt at all. And she basically just takes that little laser and just right. kind of stamps it across and follows a grid on my legs. Right. Um, if I'm lucky enough, um, like I was with my underarms and bikini, by the third session, my hair was already gone. And she said that usually legs respond the best. So I'm just so happy because I have um, – I don't know exactly what this is that I have on my legs. It's I mean, it, it's almost like Grover's. It's like Grover's but on your legs. I get kind of these red bumps on my legs. Um, yeah. It's not razor burn, um, but it's – they get very irritated if I shave over them. Yes. And then and then it takes weeks, months sometimes. Usually the entire summer, I my, the backs of my calves have like these red bumps all over them and it's just gross. And I finally told myself, the reason this is looking like this is because because I have to keep on shaving over it. Right. I just want to get rid of the hair so I never oh gosh, have to totally. take a razor to my legs again. And I am just so thrilled that I just like pulled the trigger and did it. And now I'm not going to have to worry about shaving my legs, which is the bane of my existence. Because like I said, with those little red bumps, I have to go around them. It's oh, just, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I so am I'm really excited. So jealous. I, you know that I can't do that because I, I have blonde hair. And I, I couldn't, I've, we've talked about this before. I, I did six sessions on a bikini area and that didn't even work for me. Gosh, that's so lame. Because I don't have so enough lame. contrast between my no, hair color yeah. and skin color. Well, I asked. It was funny. This was not the particular laser they used on me. But right. I was talking to um, the woman that was doing it. And I guess there is a new laser. I'm blanking on the name. But when I think of it, uh, we'll, we'll put it in the notes, in the show notes, that this laser is able to target blonde, red, and gray hair. What? Now, we've talked about my issue with my bikini line where I, I took off most of it. But now what's left, it's I was thinking about just kind of taking everything off. And it's now gray, though. There's lots of gray in it. And yeah. I'm like, I'm never going to do that because you can imagine like taking off most of it. But then you have like 11 rogue gray hairs down there. How oh, horrible sure. would that be? Yeah. No, that's pretty <laughs> much what I did. <laughs> I got some of the hair off. And then she was like, you realize like about half of these are white. And I'm like, okay, oh, thanks. Gosh. Thanks for that. Thanks for rubbing that in. So Enjoy our it. PSA for today is if you'd like to remove your pubic hair, go ahead and do it before you're yes. gray. Yes. I cannot <laughs> emphasize that enough. If you ever are thinking about doing your bikini area, do it now, girlfriend, because when things start going gray down there, even if you have a little bit here and there, it's not going to be able to take it off. And then you're going to end up having to like tweeze them or wax them. And how annoying would that be? Having to get down oh there gosh. and be like, oh, there's four grays. Ugh. Ugh. The things women have to do. Well, no kidding. And I'm so jealous you got to do your legs. You know that I am a person. I shave my legs every single day of my life. That is amazing to me and not what I do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because of sense, I have sensory issues. So, right. Oh, they can't touch. I, I can't, I just can't deal with it. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, it does not matter if I'm camping in the sequoias, if I'm on a safari in <laughs> Africa, I, I am shaving my legs. Oh, my and if gosh. I haven't shaved my legs, I just feel like I can't function and no one look at me or talk to me. <laughs> That is crazy. I <laughs> no. hate shaving my legs. Oh, I so hate much. doing it. I just hate more oh. the feeling of the prickliness. 
Yeah, I would not. I would not like that at all. Speaking of, my just sent a friend of mine to get her first um, Brazilian wax, and I will say this too. So if you have, um, if you've had laser removal done on areas of your bikini, like let's just say the actual like sides, you know, part that would show if you had on a bathing suit or wherever, right? Um, it really makes waxes so much easier because a lot of that hair has already been removed, you know? Oh, I'm sure. Because um, I I don't really think, I mean, waxing's not enjoyable, but when I have like a Brazilian wax done, I'm okay. I sent my friend for her first one. She called me last week yelling. <laughs> I cannot believe you made, she's like, I, she's like, I couldn't finish. I had to leave. I have like this patch that is just there because I it hurts so bad. So yeah, she was not thrilled with that process and said she would never go back and, um, I just, it's not that bad for me. I think it's because I've had a, such a fair amount removed already with the Yeah, laser. that makes sense. That totally makes yeah. sense. That's really, but I think, I do think also some people are just more sensitive than others. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. You know, Absolutely. because like I did the bikini laser removal and I mean, I could barely finish. Like I felt like I was going to a torture chamber and other <laughs> people are like, well, it kind of hurt a little bit. And I was yeah, like, I, I was like involuntarily crying. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, Kristen. Have you luckily you've never had to have a tattoo removed because I will tell you now that hurts. I would that hurts. Probably never so do that. Bad. I don't even know if I could get a tattoo, much less have it removed. Oh well having it removed hurts a lot more than getting one. I will say that. And it makes you literally feel nauseous and oh hurts. My gosh. Oh gosh. I can't imagine. How is so, that yes. by the way? I have not I feel like I haven't seen that area of you in a while. Did it come off all the way? Well, you know, no, because I did I did that at the same time as I did the other stuff, the hair removal, and that was about 10 years ago. So it's just like the stupid pastel butterfly because the yellows and greens and blues are the hardest colors for lasers to target. Oh, so right. it just looks like a really faded butterfly. I did speak to the technician about that. She goes, oh, yeah, there are lasers now that probably would be able to get rid of all of it. So I'm considering that too but it's you know it's just it is what it is it's stupid on my back and i really am mad at my 18 year old self for getting that well what are you gonna do have you thought about covering it with a different tattoo yeah i have but i just feel like i feel the same way in 20 years with that tattoo i know it's so true you know yeah you know how that's crazy so what is going on with you this week well okay i'm just gonna talk about my hair (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, let's do it. I love it. You know, we usually try to go a little deeper on our self-care conversations, and we're going to in a bit talking about toxic stress. But right now, I'd like to talk about my hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just like I'm really going gray. I'm I'm really white at my roots, especially right at the hairline, which is what everyone's looking at. You know, it's not like I'm gray like at my temples. It's like right there at the part, you know? Yes. And... I this is an aspect of self-care that I've always struggled with is like going in and getting my hair professionally done. First of all, I don't enjoy it. I know some people really that feels like a great, you know, splurge, like treat yourself day. I hate sitting in a salon. Like hate. Really? I do. Do you just feel like you should be doing something else or is it just Um, you're uncomfortable with the amount of people? I find it boring. I I feel like I have to make um, awkward chit chat with the stylist, which I don't like doing. I just, yeah, I mean, it's it's three hours of my life that I would rather do a million other things with. Totally. And it's so expensive. 
And especially mm-hmm. when you start to do research on how much this color costs, like it's so <laughs> expensive. <laughs> You know? Uh, yes. So I have been trying to figure out, like, I'm fine going in every other month. But with the way that my roots are, I need to go in every two to three freaking weeks. Whoa. You know, because it's it grows so fast. So I have been trying very hard at home to figure out how to at least do my roots by myself at home. Um, and I think I finally cracked the code. <laughs> Really? Yes. Well, Tell. you know, it's funny because stylists aren't really keen on giving up their secrets, right? Right. They want you to be dependent on them and they want you to come in every three, four weeks because they make money. And so they're not about like, well, here's how to do it at home. <laughs> well, yeah, they would, they'd lose their job. Right. Right. But listen, I cannot afford to go in that much. So, um, and you know, I did my I've done my hair at home for years. You have known me through all those processes. When you do it yes. at home, it can start pushing really orange, it can start pushing really yellow, especially if you're a blonde. Um and I'm always like, what are they do? What's the magic at the salon that they're doing? And I feel like I finally cracked the code and it is toner. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah which yeah. I could not figure out how like what is the toner? <laughs> so, of course, over the course of several months, I've been like on the sly, trying to get it out of my stylist. Like, so. What yes, is or like t- listening, listening. To, could totally. you look at the 4B or whatever? What is that? You know, and then she's like, Tell well, me everything. Yeah. So she did slip once that she used Redken. And then I was like, what shade? And she was like, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> she said that? She, she did. really did not want to give it up. No. she. And, and the thing is, because I said to her, I was like, listen. Like I keep, I need to recover my roots and I also keep pushing orange and yellow, you know? And so she's like, well, you need to come in for a toner every four weeks. That's what she said. Like we'll tone the roots. And I'm just going like, I can't do that every four weeks, you know? So I finally decide I'm going to take matters into my own hands and I'm going to buy every Redken toner that I think it could be. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Which guess how much the toners cost online? How much? $10. (gasps) <gasps> guess, so how, she, guess how much she charges me for a toner how much 60 yeah there and you we're go, talking Mama. painting it on your roots it's 20 mm-hmm. minutes and washing it out oh yeah yeah so yeah. i bought every red container <laughs> that is hilarious i've just been trying them and so just to explain what toner is if you're not familiar with all the salon lingo you i'm sure you probably know this but a toner has no lift so there's no or there might be a tiny bit, but it doesn't lighten your hair. It just deposits color on your hair. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying all these different toners because I'm like, you know what? I mean, they're kind of like semi-permanent. They don't last forever if it doesn't work, whatever. So I finally found the one that I'm pretty sure she uses and I can do it at home and it's super easy and it's $10 and it is the Redken Shades EQ Gloss in 6 <laughs> Okay, I'm so happy for you. Seriously, that is like so much money saved. Oh, I know. It's 6T iron. And so the one that I use is very ashy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so then now I can do this myself. I can go back to her to put the highlights in. But you, I don't need the highlights every time I get my roots covered. I just need the highlights, you know, that I can get away with every two, three months. Yeah, yeah. And now I can tone my roots at home, which makes them look brown. And then I 
what I do is I put the toner on my roots for 10 minutes. Then I pull the toner all the way through my hair because it's kind of like an ashy. Well, it's actually like mm-hmm. a purpley. Mm-hmm. And then it brings all the brass down too. And I'm very excited. I would be so excited too. That's amazing. Yes. It also makes me laugh because the salon that I go to in um, LA, you know, they don't call it toner. They call it gloss. Like you need to come in for a gloss. Oh my gosh. That's And it's really always funny. made me laugh so hard because, you know, when I, when I used to have my ends done lighter, you know, they'd be like, oh, you, yeah, get her up, you know, Ford B gloss or whatever. I'm yes. like, isn't that just a toner? It is. It is. It's all the same thing. It's it just is toner. the same thing. Although I will say that this brand that I use, Redkins Shades EQ, it's called a gloss. <laughs> yes, they, they like to make. It's, I guess it just sounds. It sounds prettier. Sounds yes. more luxurious. A gloss, and you can even do, um, you know, the clear ones, which will just actually yes. um, give your hair a little bit more shine. Yes, whatever. No, yeah. and what's great about yeah. about a gloss or a toner versus a a hair kit from the store is if you buy a hair kit from the store, it's going to include developer, which is basically what a developer does is it pulls a lot of the color out of your hair so that the color Mm -hmm. deposits on your hair. Well, exactly. If you have gray hair, you don't need a developer because it's already white. Yeah, you're right. So all you're doing if you buy a kit from the store, if you're in my case, is you're putting peroxide on your hair damaging it, making it drier where you didn't need to do that in the first place. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I love it. I am so happy you cracked the code. This is serious. This is I'm serious very stuff. happy about it. Yeah. So if you're listening at home, I just highly recommend trying to figure out, like, don't buy the box colors. They never work right. out well. Right. And they're actually no less expensive than the actual professional stuff, which you can find online. I bought this Redkin stuff on Amazon. I think you should do a TED Talk on this. I do, too. I do, too. I think I'm just going to ruin every stylist's livelihood. But you're going to make so many women so happy. And so you know what? happy. If anyone is sitting here feeling bad for my stylist, I'm still paying her a heap ton of money oh, every two to three sure. months for my highlights. Totally. So much totally. money. Yes. It's no, more than my hourly billable rate. So I think we're all going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. You should like keep a running tally of how much money that you saved by doing this. And oh my then, gosh! Like, treat, and then treat yourself to something great at the end of the year. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm like instead of saying save, save it for your instead kids' of college, just being reasonable instead of reasonable, just just do something else with the money. You know what I'm going to do with the money, Sarah? And every what? money that comes into my house for the next what? two years is freaking braces. Oh, I know. Don't even talk to me. Everything, I know. Derby's ready. He's ready too. I know. We just had the big going towards the bra- I could buy a car or I could oh buy braces. God. The braces. Oh. The braces. I know. And I don't know if you really paid attention to my son's teeth, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a while. Oh, um, <laughs> I have a kid that has a doozy of a mouth. I have a kid who has to have four teeth pulled. Before yes. we can put the braces on. That's what I had to do. I Ugh. had to have four molars pulled yeah. before my braces because my teeth were jacked up. And uh, that's why yeah. I had to have traditional braces and then Invisalign as an adult. Yay yeah. for me. Yeah, I have. Oh, yes, my gosh. I have that. And yeah, two of them need braces for two years. Mm, good times. Wow. I, I cannot wait for all of this. Real excited. Ugh. Ugh. What well, do you have for two thumbs up? Uh, okay. My first one 
has saved my relationship with my rings that I wear on my finger. Uh huh. So I have my wedding rings. I don't wear my I don't wear my solid like my uh, engagement ring. I yeah. wear um, three bands. One mm-hmm. my wedding band. One band I got when I had Derby, and one band I got when I had Malou. And I've had no problems with these bands. They are either platinum or one of them is like a rose gold. Um, mm-hmm. I've worn them for what fifteen years. I mean forever. And last Thanksgiving, I think I might have spoken about this. I was on a trip to Santa Fe and, you know, I was washing my hands a lot and putting lotion on. And usually I'm pretty good about taking my rings off when I put lotion on. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, sometimes like you're at a restaurant or something and I just – it's like basically the bane of my existence is like I wash my hands a lot and it's having to deal with rings because sometimes I'll take the rings off and put them in my pocket and then wash my hands and then put a little lotion on them because my hands are really dry. Um, And then I'll forget that they're in the pocket. And then like three days later, I'm like, holy crap, where are my wedding rings? Which pants do I need to go searching? It's just, you know, it's not good. So, you know, lots of times I'm like, screw it. I'll just put the, I'll put lotion on with them on. So anyway, when last November, I like took off my rings one night and my ring finger was so inflamed. Mm. I didn't know if it was eczema or dermatitis. It itched like crazy. It was bright red. It was so angry. And of course I Googled it and they actually call it a wedding ring rash. It happens with a lot of people. It's when, you know, water or something gets trapped underneath and then it sits against your skin and, you know, it just causes I'm I'm sure this is going to come as no surprise to you, Sarah, but of course I have this problem too. I have every skin problem known to man, but yes, of course, this also. What's wrong with us? I know. My skin is just like revolting against me pretty much all the time. But yeah, I don't even wear rings anymore. Okay. So I haven't either. So what happened was I saw my dermatologist. She's like, hey, we just need to heal this up. I did a topical steroid for a while. I healed it up. Everything looked great. My my ring, my finger was totally fine, but I didn't wear rings for like two months. Mm-hmm. And then like January, I put my rings on. First day I put them on. I don't even think, I don't even think I washed my hands and they, it already started itching and I pulled it off and there it was just flare. So <sighs> now I, my finger has gotten into some sort of flare situation. So I cannot wear right. rings on that finger. I can wear gold rings on my right hand, all of my more just kind of casual rings I wear, mm-hmm. no problem. But my wedding rings, problem. And it's they're platinum, which is really hard to have an allergy to platinum. It's, platinum. it's almost right. I mean, it's it's like so titanium, weird. right? Yeah. So anyway, I didn't know what to do and I finally had given up. I'm like, I guess I'll just never wear wedding rings again. And then um, someone was like, you know, there might just be something, you know, because I have like a channel set where there's all those tiny little holes on the inside. She's like, there just might be something stuck in there. I'm like, well, I've washed them with water and soap and my toothbrush. Like, it doesn't help. She's like, well, just get this jewelry cleaner from Amazon. I was like, fine, I'll get it. Because it's 40 bucks. That's $39. It's like one of those ones that you fill up with a little distilled water. You turn it on. It does some weird vibration. I don't know exactly what it does. (laughs) But like it only takes – three minutes, and then your rings come out, number one, looking beautiful. By the way, this also does necklaces, earrings. It does retainers for people that have like Invisalign retainers, uh the steam or whatever. It cleans those. Anyway, I did it, and I wore my rings, and I did not get the rash for the first time in what? Seven months. Nice. So I don't – there must have – there must have been something like some old – like literally microscopic bits of lotion or something in those rings that was irritating my finger. And somehow that got it off. So if you have wedding ring rash or just really dirty jewelry, 
I highly recommend getting the Professional Jewelry Cleaner at Amazon. I'm going to link to it in our show notes. It's $39. Well spent money on that one. I'll tell you that much. Awesome. And oh my gosh, I can't wait to try this. Maybe this will fix my ring issues. You should try it. I think you should try it. And like earrings and just everything. You know, even necklaces yeah. get kind of crummy. Oh, yeah. All right. What's your second thumbs up? My water filter. Because – Oh, I want to hear about this because mm -hmm. you have posted photos of this and I don't understand – I know it's very special and I know it's very pretty, but I don't – like I need to – I need it explained to me. So it's – okay. So it is – We'll clean it. In what? fact, it's like – it's what the government uses if there were to be some sort of issue with the water supply. Berkey's are what you would use. They are amazing. It takes – everything out so it's these two it's stainless steel um it has like a little spout like a spigot on it that's where you get your water and then inside the top part are these big black carbon filters that take everything out of your water you can also add fluoride filters because there's there's spots for four filters to go in i personally don't take the fluoride out just i don't know why i just haven't gotten around to buying them really um, so I just have the two black filters, but it just asks picture that sits on top of our counter and it takes four of those. Hey, so Sarah, every... hang on for one sec. Ugh, sure. Good Lord. I just muted myself. I thought I muted myself to cough. When you coughed. Yeah. And I actually I didn't mute myself. I paused our recording. Oh, okay. So can we go back to the beginning of the Berkeley? Yeah, sure. I'm so sorry. No worries. All right. It's okay, actually recording. recording. I just hit the wrong thing. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So my my second is a little bit more expensive, but so well worth it. I've been having so many questions lately about my water filter that I use because it's yes. in a lot of photos. Well, it's I've called seen the photos and I'm always super yeah. curious because it looks very fancy and I've seen other people post photos, but I don't understand it. So explain why this one is like the, the best. Okay. Well, um, I got mine about two years ago because a lot of friends had it. And I started to do that whole research process. And essentially, I mean, it really is the most effective and the most cost-effective water purification. It works without electricity. It's this big stainless steel, kind of like a drum. And in the top part, you put these filters in. Mm -hmm. And the filters um, filter out everything. I mean, everything. Parasites, viruses, bacteria, cysts, um, herbicides, pesticides, VOCs, organic solvents. I could go on and on and on. It takes everything out of the water. Um, and the water actually tastes really great too. The cool thing is the filters that go in the top, there's like four spaces. So my personal, I only have two filters. I have like the two basic filters. You can uh -huh. also add fluoride filters if fluoride is a problem in your city. And you know, you can look you can look up your city water supply and see what the reports are. Okay. That was kind of my reasoning why I got it because um you know you know Aaron Brockovich? Yes. So she actually came to Oklahoma because our water had some of the highest levels of I think it was called radon uh, um Chromium, sorry, chromium six, chromium six. Our water had tons of that in there. And I was like, what? I'm not down with that. So I ended up getting the Berkey. Um, 
I couldn't live without this thing. It comes in a whole bunch of different sizes. We personally use the Big Berkey, uh-huh. which I believe holds four gallons. Okay. I, I could be wrong. Basically, what we drink in a day fits this perfectly. Got it. So we have a glass pitcher that sits next to it on um, our counter. And every night before we go to bed, mm-hmm. we fill it up. It takes four of those pitchers of water, and then it filters through. And the next morning, we have the water. Um, I cook with the water. The puppy drinks the water. Um, I've kind of become really crazy. Like I won't drink any other water. Like I'm that person <laughs> now. <laughs> they have a travel Berkey and I'm really wanting to get it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm i obsessed with this thing. I just love it because there's so much crap in water. And there's been so many reports coming out recently about what people are finding in city supplies of water. And I don't want any part of that. So Totally. I love this. I'm going to, in the show notes, I will link to the Big Berkey, but I'll also link to the posts that I've written about it, which go into much more detail if you're kind of like a nerd like that and want to know how it works and exactly what it pulls out and everything. But it was like – it was – I think it's a little – I think it's $300. Um, But – the you know unit itself lasts forever, and the and it's filters. Pretty. It's actually it's not hideous. Oh, no, it's pretty. It's just stainless steel round, and the filters last for three years. Three years. So, oh my I mean, gosh! I've my, yeah, I've had mine for two. I still have at least a year to go. I think it's something like. I don't remember the number, but just an enormous amount of gallons. When I got it, I thought, oh, I'll probably have to do it every one year. Some people are like, oh no, not four years, not till four years. So it doesn't. You're not replacing any sort of filter on a yearly basis, monthly basis, any of that. It lasts forever. And it's super awesome. And I love it. And if you guys are looking for a way to like purify your water and you don't want to do like an entire whole house purification system, or you don't really want to put something on your nozzle on your sink, or you don't want to use like the Brita, this thing is fantastic. And there's pictures on my posts, like where it sits in my house and how it looks and all that stuff. It's really, I mean, it's really nice looking. It is. It's really nice looking. Yeah. I I I could see myself using that way more than like a Brita thing, which I just end up getting irritated with how much space it takes up in the fridge and... Exactly. No one ever fills it up. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So those are my two for the day. Well, I have a new Amazon dress. (laughs) (gasps) What? You do? I do. Tell me. It's so funny. So if you you don't know, I – there was an Amazon dress that I bought like two years ago and I became obsessed with it. Um, I will link that one up too. And I still wear that one a lot. It's it's like a very flowy, it's like a maxi dress with a belt. And it comes in right. all these like pretty floral colors and it's super crazy comfortable, but it really looks like you're put together. And I just, this became my like, it was like my Mrs. Roper house dress. Well, I think you're like responsible for hundreds and hundreds of women wearing this dress. Um, it's very true. And I was just at mom too. And I saw two people wearing it. <laughs> That undoubtedly saw it on your feed. Oh yes. no, it's yes. for sure. For sure, like I for sure. became the I, I became the salesman for this dress for no real, no real reason <laughs> other than I was just very excited. You and it's love the dress. Really flattering. I mean, I just I cannot explain how comfortable it is. Like it just yeah, it's like you're wearing, wearing a big tent, but it has a belt, so it doesn't look like a tent, and it's pretty. So. Right. You know, I do. I still love that dress. I mean, that will always be my original Amazon dress. But I found another really comfortable dress. And this one is a little bit different. It's more t-shirt material, you know, like a jersey material. Yeah. 
and it's short sleeves and the top just basically looks like a cap sleeve t-shirt. And then it has a drawstring belt and then it hits right below the knee. So it's just super simple. I mean, basically Love. like a long t-shirt with a dress. Um, it it comes in a, diff- a couple different floral patterns. You could wear it with like Converse and look super cute for like school drop off. Or you could put some platforms on and it would look like a date night dress. But it is basically oh, it's so a long cute. t-shirt. I'm looking at it right now. It's really cute. And it's like kind of hipster looking. I mean, listen, this isn't the most fashionable thing you'll ever wear. But if you are like me and you just want like easy daytime dresses, if I, I, the reason I love dresses is because I don't have to think. In the morning, I can throw it on. I mean, I throw dresses yeah, on every single morning agreement. for drop off, right? It's so easy. So this We've is just- We've talked about this. Yes. And everybody thinks, everyone's always like, wow, you, you're you looking great today. Where are you going? And I'm oh. like, oh, I just threw on a dress. Oh, all the time. I'll be at like flag deck at my kid's school and like, and people will be like, you're fancy. And I'm like, <laughs> I literally woke up and put this dress on and walked out the door. Like, I don't know if I even looked in the mirror, you know? <gasps> oh, I love um, the dresses. Love the dresses. So anyway, I will link that up um, in our in our show notes. Show notes, and just a note that you know when you're ever looking for a product that we've talked about on the show, selfiepodcast.com, we have all of the links right there. You know that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought it up because I think a lot of times I notice in our Facebook community, people are like, "Hey, what was that thing you talked about?" Right. And I just always want to direct you guys back to <laughs> selfiepodcast.com. We have a website, <laughs> and it has everything we talked about in order, in totally. order, and it's right there for you. Yeah. Um, second thing I want to talk about is um, I, I, you know, I'm big on the Amazon. Um, subscribe and save. I love subscribe and save because first of all, you get 15% off. Second of all, for someone like me, four kids, I am not on top of things. We're always running out of things like toilet paper and toothpaste and shampoo. It's just you set it and forget it. It shows up at your door and you're like, oh, thank you, Amazon, for remembering that we're completely (laughs) out of toothpaste. Totally. Um, But I was struggling to find a good shampoo on subscribe and save. I wanted something green and I wanted something not crazy expensive. So um, at present, the Acure, which is a brand that we've talked about ad nauseum because we love it. Acure is an affordable green brand. Um, they have their shampoos and conditioners. If you do subscribe and save, they are $5 a bottle. What? Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Well, see, I don't know if anything is going to get me off my Andalus Sunflower Citrus shampoo. Is that not part? I don't think it is. I think I tried to put it on subs- – I mean, they sell it at Amazon, but it's not on subscribe and save, and it makes me so mad. Well, what is it? Say the name of it again. I'm going to look right now. Andalus sunflower and citrus shampoo. It's the best. It's like $7.99. It's so cheap. But when I tried to find it on subscribe and stave, I couldn't. And this was a while ago. So maybe things have changed. Um, Lighten up my life. Brighten up my day. What? I have some really good news for you. Tell me right now. It is on subscribe and save. Yes. And you can get, let me look here. You can get um, the – oh, my gosh. I'm totally ordering this. The bundle of shampoo and conditioner together uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, with some scribe and save is $16. Oh, my gosh. With the 15%? Yeah, with that's with the 15% okay. off. Okay. Yay. Yay, 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 yay. Yay. Because I blow through that stuff at my house. Oh, yeah. We all use it. Except okay. for my daughter. Well, I but... think I might have to order this. So let me ask oh, you this, Kristen, though. I, I really – I like the Acure. I do. 
Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I still find that if I'm using a green shampoo and conditioner, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a residue. No, this has no residue. Okay. Every other green shampoo I have used has a residue or it feels fine, but then nine hours later, my hair feels all greasy, like at the mm-hmm. nape of my neck and stuff, that right. weird feeling. Right. No, this is like, it feels it feels so much like conventional shampoo that I have poured over the ingredients multiple <laughs> You're times. You're like, wait like, a I'm like, minute. I'm missing something. There's got to be something in here that's bad. And it's not. It is so good for you. No residue. Okay. It's squeaky clean. Squeaky clean. Now, I will say this. My caveat is the conditioner, I think, is great um, for like summer, every day. Um, but it's, I think if you have really dry hair or color-treated hair, it might not be enough moisture. Okay. But the shampoo is great for anyone. It's just you might have to get something different for the conditioner. I use the conditioner fine. It's fine for me. But my well, hair isn't color-treated. For the conditioner. Well, so see – my daughter Malou, who has the fine hair that tangles a lot, mm-hmm. the only thing that works for her to make her hair smooth and silky is the Beauty Counter Volume and Shape Shampoo. Mm. I'll put that in the. I'll put that too in our in our links. It makes her hair like like silk. Oh, so when she uses the Andalou, it just Andalou. No. But he, she uses the Andalou shampoo. No, I use Beauty Counter shampoo on her and okay. conditioner. But everyone else in my family uses the Andalou shampoo and conditioner. Okay. This is all – And my son has hair that gets dirty fast. You know how boys are, tweens. Oh, it's just – Yes. You know? And his just – I mean, it just cleans it right up, looks great, smells fresh. It's so inexpensive. Like, that's the thing that I'm just waiting for. I keep on waiting for the ball to drop, Kristen. I'm like, there's got to be something wrong with this thing. But nope. – Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Because Andalou also has an argan oil and shea moisture rich shampoo and conditioner. Have you tried that line? I have tried it, and I think the best thing for women with color-treated hair would be to use the sunflower and citrus shampoo and the argan oil conditioner. I think okay. that might be a good the combo. ticket. I'm mm-hmm. going to try it, although I have said this before. My hair is the one area where I'm just kind of willing to rub it with parabens and phthalates. Oh, no, I hear you. <laughs> I, girl, I, hear, I mean, there have been, there were, there was a period of time about two years ago when I just had, could not find something green that yeah. I was just like, I don't care, where's my orbe? And like, I just grabbed it out of an old box and was just totally, which is just so bad for you. But it made my hair clean and shiny. And it right. wasn't until I found this one. There's okay. another one that's really good too, True Botanicals. It's just like three times Sarah, as much though. I know you love the True Botanicals. I couldn't, I hated it. Oh, you did? I felt like did you it feel felt like, like you had a You know what I felt like it felt like? Like hotel shampoo. Ew. Yes. I yeah, hated okay. it. No, I don't I, I like it, but I don't not I do not like it as much as my Andalou. My Andalou is like if they ever stop making it, I will be very upset. Okay, well I'm very, very, very excited to try this. And I'm even gonna try it on my own hair, but for sure I will try it on my girls. Definitely try it. I mean, how, what, there's nothing to lose. It's so inexpensive. Well, you know, I can condi- wash and condition with the green stuff, and then I can just rub the phthalates and silicone <laughs> into my hair after I get out of the exactly. shower. It's not touching your scalp. It's fine. <laughs> That's if what it's I tell myself. not touching your scalp, you're fine. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Well, we will link up all of these shampoo options, um, again, in the show notes and um, on our Selfie Podcast Facebook page. Hey guys, this is Stacy and Megan. 
If you're loving this podcast, we think you'll also love our show, Didn't I Just Feed You? A weekly candid conversation about feeding our families, even for you parents who hate to cook. Stacey and I are both professional food writers and recipe developers who get real about feeding kids, tweens, and teens because we're also very busy working moms. Sometimes we even talk about how to feed ourselves. Imagine that. From how to turn nachos into a family dinner to the magic of meatballs, solving the after-school snack problem to reducing kitchen waste and debt all at once, we chat with guests from Food Network stars to everyday moms. The real experts. We are on a mission to make cooking easier, more delicious, and maybe even a little bit fun. Find us as Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you get your favorite podcasts or subscribe wherever you're listening right now. You can also find us as Didn't I Just Feed You on Instagram and Facebook too. All right. Well, I have a great conversation up ahead. I'm going to be chatting with Gloria Lau. She is the founder and CEO of Alpha Medical. I'm also going to be chatting with Mary Jacobson, who is the chief medical director of Alpha Medical. So this is a new to me company that I'm very excited about. They are basically taking some of the barriers out of buying a number of prescription items that a lot of women use, including birth control and some prescription cosmetics. So Gloria, what made you decide that you wanted to do this? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, I started Alpha Medical a little over two years ago. Uh, it's a little bit of a personal journey. I grew up in Hong Kong where um, access to both healthcare services and the medication is a lot simpler, cheaper, and faster. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I moved Yeah, I moved to this country when I was 18, uh, went to college and then grad school here. Um, when I started to really interact with the healthcare system here, that was after I started a family. Uh, my kids are, are healthy, but they have, you know, like eczema and little things here and there that I needed to drag them into the healthcare system. It was very complicated and scheduling time with a doctor takes forever. Yeah. And you have to go in physically. Oftentimes the consultation uh, results in a prescription, you go to the pharmacy, you line up, you wait, and then they may or may not carry the medication. So that was very frustrating. And that's the mm-hmm. um, impetus of Alpha Medical. Yeah, you really wanted to simplify this for people. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the conditions I found, um, maybe because of the personal journey and also my um, my son's journey with dermatologists, is that after the consultation, I realized that I didn't need to go in to see that person to begin with. A simple picture could have solved the the problem. So that's also the other reason why um, we're focusing in the area that we provide services for. Right, because there are a number of prescriptions. I know many of us have probably had this experience where obviously sometimes we have conditions where we need a diagnosis and a doctor, but there have been many times in my life where I've had a condition where I knew exactly what it was and exactly what prescription I needed, and yet I had to take the time, spend the copay, make the appointment in order to get a prescription that, you know, I've used before, I knew I needed, that kind of a thing. Exactly, and that's very true in birth control. We have a good we have a lot of patients who come in and they know exactly what kind of pill they need. They just need to refill their prescription or they need a new prescription and that's all. And you need it month after month. So why spend the time waiting and going to a pharmacy? So talk to me a little bit about how you manage birth control um, and why this was you know, when you're starting this company and you're looking at all of the services you want to offer, why birth control and then how does it work? 
Yeah, so um, let me tell you a little bit about how it works. So for all of the conditions, including birth control, we ask patients to fill out their information. So uh, like a medical intake, right? If you go to a doctor's office, you would be asked of the same questions. We want your medical history. Typically, if you want to use insurance for the prescription, you take a picture of your insurance card. Um, and if it's a superficial, so a dermatological condition like skin care, you take a picture of the affected area. So after that, all of that information is collected, and then we share that information asynchronously with a doctor. So the doctor review your case after the fact, and they would write a prescription if appropriate for your condition. The prescription arrives at our pharmacy partner's location, and our pharmacy partner fulfills and ships the medication to you, the patient, and it's automatically refilled typically every month. That's fantastic. So really easy on the user end. Yeah, very, very simple. And we try to make it as painless as possible. And what made you, you know, what made you decide that birth control was one of the things that you wanted to offer? Yeah, so when we look at this, um, healthcare access and specifically birth control access is actually very difficult. A good portion of our patients live in what is called a healthcare desert where access to the closest um, primary care physician could be tens or hundreds of miles away. And, um, and then after that, you have to get a prescription filled at a pharmacy. And then having to drive to the pharmacy oftentimes is also tens or hundreds of miles away. So that's the reason why we started with birth control alongside a couple of other conditions is the fact that access to it is actually quite difficult. And it is also something that our patient demographic, which is women between 18 to 35, a lot of patients in that particular demographic need access to birth control. Absolutely. I mean, I think access to birth control is, for me, I mean, it's even a social justice issue. Yeah, for sure. You should talk to our chief medical advisor, um, Dr. J. She knows a lot about this area. She's the OBGYN. You should definitely speak to her about this too. Well, let's cut over to Dr. J right now. Hi, Kristen. This is Dr. J. Hey. So, yeah, I would love to um, to ask you, Dr. J, a little bit about access to birth control and how this, you know, how is this an issue of um, even just social justice? How is this an issue of accessibility for women? Why should we care about access to birth control? So it's an issue to social justice because 50% of the counties in the United States don't even have an OBGYN provider. And our patient population that's 18 to 35 years of age accesses OBGYN care more than any other age group of women. I did not know those facts that so few women live in a demographic where there isn't even an OBGYN they could see. Absolutely. Absolutely. So our one of our missions, Kristen, is to obviously increase access or provide patients with that ability to get not only birth control, but education with respect to their health care. So just as an example, so I had a patient actually yesterday who's 23, and I just prescribed birth control pills for her for the first time, and she recently became sexually active. So, yes, I prescribed birth control after reviewing her medical intake form and making sure she was an appropriate candidate, but then she messaged me and 
actually, she messaged me two days ago and mentioned that on the pill, she's noticed decreased wetness in her words, as well as decreased sex drive. And so we started having a conversation about the effects of birth control pill use on female sexual function. So it's not just prescribing the medication, it's providing a comprehensive care of the patient, depending upon what their health care needs are. Well, that's really good to hear. I mean, I'm sure some people might think, you know, wow, I guess if you can buy it on the internet, it might be really non-traditional in terms of not getting a lot of care, but it sounds like you guys are really following up with patients so that they can, you know, not just get the prescription, but then also reach out if they have questions. Absolutely, Kristen. And also, depending upon how they respond to us and answer questions in the medical intake survey. We try to also educate them about disease processes like polycystic ovarian syndrome, endometriosis, treatment of acne using birth control pills, also about fertility. Another example of a patient whom I've seen, she was a 21-year-old. She and her husband had been trying to conceive for about 12 months, and she mentioned she hadn't gotten a period in nine months, but she was coming to us for birth control because she was frustrated and she thought she could never get pregnant. Well, in conversations with her, it came out that she had never even seen an OBGYN before, and she didn't even know that it was basically not normal to not have a period for nine months by the way, she wasn't pregnant. And so then I educated her about what's called secondary amenorrhea, what are the possible causes, and maybe instead of taking a birth control pill, you should pursue getting further testing to figure out what's going on with your menstrual cycle. So for listeners who, you know, maybe they have their own OBGYN, but they just like the idea of the convenience of the services, would this be a good option for them? I think it depends what they're looking for. So we're definitely very conservative about what we can treat online, Kristen. But sometimes the patient has to be touched to complete the care cycle. So in those instances where they need, let's say, an endometrial biopsy or right. a physical evaluation, obviously we would refer the patient or create a warm referral to a brick-and-mortar provider. But other things, like Gloria mentioned, can be treated easily online. For example, she mentioned her son and taking photographs. So our patients with acne were also starting to diagnose rosacea and other conditions, hypercholesterolemia that you sometimes may be able to diagnose just by looking at uh, these lesions on patients' eyelids. So there's a lot of power in telemedicine. And we look at it as providing education and prescribing medications to patients who really do not need to be seen in an actual office visit. You know, I know that a lot of our listeners um, have teenagers. And I also know a lot of our listeners like myself are in their 40s and still have some breakouts. Um, why would we want to look at prescription medications versus what's available over the counter? And, and what are some of the options of prescription medications for that? So for breakouts, about 85% of the patient population does have acne in their teen years. And like you mentioned, Kristen, it does persist in women in their 30s and 40s in about 15% of cases. So the over-the-counter medications, some of them are effective. Some of them, like botanicals, they haven't really been as well studied. But over-the-counter medications that 
patients can try include the benzoyl peroxide, as an example. And there's something called Differin, which is adapalene, which is a topical retinoid product that's very effective in treating acne. Interesting. You know, and I've heard of all of these um, medications, and I'm curious, why are these prescription? You know, why, why are these things a prescription versus something I could grab over the counter? Is there something more risky about them? or So the first two are over the counter. Prescription tend to be higher in concentration, and they penetrate uh, more deeply. Got it into the skin. So a, a time to look at a prescription might be if you've tried some of the over-counters and they haven't been effective. Exactly. Got it. What else do you guys do you guys treat? Sure. We also treat eyelash thinning or hypotrichosis ah, is the uh-huh. medical and we prescribe Latisse for that. Oh, that's great. I have found that, you know, some of those more cosmetic things too, doctors, um, just regular primary care physicians are hesitant to prescribe them. And so you end up then having to make an additional appointment with, you know, an esthetician or something like that. So it's, it's nice to hear that these are things you can now get online. Exactly. And I just wanted to mention that a lot of the online sites assume that the patient knows what he or she needs or what he or she has with respect to the condition, but it's really down the line up to, let's say, our alpha clinicians to make that determination. So I mentioned before that patients think they have acne, but they may actually have rosacea, which requires a different treatment. So I think that that's an important component, too. And so people are submitting photos. So you're really able to get a look at things and give give a differential diagnosis at some times. Exactly, Kristen. So Gloria, you know, I'm sure people are also wondering, can they use their insurance on your site? What's the price point, you know, for people who maybe have insurance, but want to use this for the convenience? How does that work? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's actually one of the differentiator of Alpha on the market. Um, So for birth control prescription, you can use either your insurance prescription, your insurance for the prescription or pay cash. So we are actually the only one on the market who accept birth control insurance, and um, we can also uh, accept cash pay for skincare. And when you think about this, it's actually um, quite interesting compared to the other offers online because, um, Dr. Jane, as Dr. Jane mentioned, right, um, when you get treatment for acne, oftentimes a, you, you get recommended with hormonal birth control for um, a complementary treatment. But right now, you can't get that from the same place online if you want to use insurance. And we're the only one who allow for that. And also, the good thing, like from my perspective, is I want to get a single point of care, the single team of clinical care that's represented behind this, right? Like, why should I go to a dermatologist and then go to my OBGYN and repeat my entire medical history and explain everything again and pay double consultation fee, right? So that's why we think that's important. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have found that to be so true in my life when I can kind of reduce the number of clinicians I have working on my care. It's very helpful. Because yes. then you're not having, you know, cross things going on. and Right, right. And especially when you're using that treatment, when you're using hormonal birth control to treat acne, you definitely want the same care team to understand Absolutely. What, what you're looking for. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Are yeah. there any other differentiators that you would want people to know about alpha? I think another thing that's quite special. 
show about Alpha um, is the fact that we are um, built by women, led by women, designed by women for women. So I think that's also quite special. We really, I think we uniquely understand and need our patient group because these are our own problems. Absolutely. I love that. Well, Gloria, it was so great to chat with you guys today. I'm excited about the services that you've offered. Um, I hope that for many listeners who may be struggling with access to care, that this could be a resource for them. Um, and I am, I'm just grateful that you guys are making sure that birth control is more accessible for women everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. It's great talking to you today too. Well, if you are interested in checking out Alpha Medical for birth control, for skin issues that they treat, or any of their other services, you can check them out online at helloalpha.com. That's hello, A-L-P-H-A.com. Thanks for joining us. Continue the self-care conversation with us over at Instagram at at Selfie Podcast. And make sure to join our uber supportive community that we love on Facebook by searching for Selfie Podcast Community. You can also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to Selfie on iTunes so that you can catch up with us next week. Special thanks to Shepherd Audio for providing our music. Take care. <laughs>